Hey, this is Paulina, your host for NFT Space Pod, a podcast where I'm speaking to people that I've been meeting from Twitter Spaces. I'm having one-on-one conversations about NFTs and cryptocurrency. I really want to know the people behind these projects, their stories before they got into NFTs and crypto. So please enjoy the show and go along for the ride with me. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at NFT Space Pod. You'll see behind the scenes photos and and pictures and little clips. So yeah, man, let's fucking go. Welcome to Web 2. Theoretic. <clears throat> oh. Jesus. Hi. I think you're going to have to freestyle rap. <laughs> you want me to freestyle? <laughs> gonna get freestyle. <laughs> On this first episode of the podcast, I had the great pleasure of speaking to Theo. Uh, Theo is a musician that is originally from Chicago. He's located in Germany right now. He has a son there. He's been there for about 10 years. Uh, he's spoke about um, his life before music, his life now in Germany as well, and his NFTs that are coming out. So yeah, join us uh, for the next uh, hour so he also freestyled as well at, towards the end it was awesome it was amazing we're talking to theo here he's located in germany he's a german expat from chicago is that correct yes that's correct yeah, yeah, we got your Reddick in here. I met Theo in one of Basel's NFT music radio spaces back in the early days um, when he was starting out like pretty small, like 10, 10 people in there. And then like Theo would come in and sometimes and they just, you know, the, if, you, if you've ever gone to Basel space, it's pretty chill. We're just talking, listening to music, sharing music at the same time. And, and Theo was one of those artists. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Basel, yeah, he... Um... Uh, him and I kind of connected really quickly because um, I remember being on a space with him. I'm pretty sure he was uh, the host for the NFT music space there that he uh, normally does like every once in a while. I think he does have less now because he's uh, busy working. But um, I ended up speaking with somebody uh, and I was letting them know that I, where I'm from. By the way, yeah, Theoretic is my name. Um, Theoretic Bars Music. Uh, but you got, you guys can call me Theo. Everyone calls me Theo. So um, so I was on this space, uh, just letting people know who I am, where I'm from. And as soon as I said where I'm from, um, so I've been living in Germany for almost 10 years. Actually, it would be, te- it would be 10 years in two days. I'll be here 10 years, um, which is kind of crazy. But yeah, uh, mentioned that I'm here and he his eyes just lit up and he was just like, oh, whoa, you're in Germany? Where in Germany? Where are you? And I was like, uh, in Cologne. And since then, he was like, oh, my God, because it was just like a connection right there. He's also from Cologne. And um, since then, it's been it's just been nothing but love between uh, between us, like just him 
hosting spaces and ho um, um, just getting people on, like artists who are making music um, kind of hit it off between us. And I was able to uh, perform my music, uh, promote it, and just kind of show the world what I've been working on and stuff like that. Um, and I was pretty new to the whole space thing. I think I was on, I really, I just started getting into it um, a few months back. Like, I think I was, in, I was in Corona. I was, I had Corona and I was at home just trying to figure out ways that I can just kind of like get my stuff out there that I could just, you know, you know, just, just uh, communicate with people. And I saw this whole spaces thing and I saw that how crazy it was and how, with how many people you could talk to and stuff like that. And so that, that brought me, that just lit up a bulb inside my brain like oh okay um you could definitely promote stuff here but then the whole nft thing came into place because yeah obviously everyone's getting into nfts it's it's becoming such such a it's like so hyped right now um to where like i would think why not be able to sell why why can't i sell uh music as an nft you know and it's just starting to get uh, into this whole maturity level um, as far as music NFTs are concerned because everybody, a lot of people are more concerned with like images and artwork, what's coming out. And that's what's super popular right now. Um, and the whole music thing is just starting to kind of like uh, go into fruition. Sorry, but you might, you might hear me like uh, uh, saying some German words at one point. You know, you guys uh, hear my Danglish uh, every once in a while. Your Danglish? My Danglish, yeah. Deutsch, 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 Yeah, but, uh, but like I said, yeah, I've been here for like 10 years. Um, uh, producer, um, beat maker, um, rapper, singer, songwriter. Mm -hmm. um, How did you end up in in Germany in Köln? Köln. Uh, family, family. Okay. Um, I have a son here who I'm taking care of, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a journey. It's been a it's been a crazy journey, but I've um, been making music f since he was born, and even since before he was born, I started gaining uh traction in the states and and then i ended up moving but it kind of like it was like the transition from me uh it was a transition for me to kind of um uh, start making my own music and start recording myself and that's when i started actually just learning uh how to record myself and how to mix and master myself so uh it's been it's been almost 10 years and um i pretty much can say that i've got everything in in grip uh, so to speak, um, as far as my own solo music goes, and I've and I've uh, stayed on uh, on the music on my own music so much that I kind of like f have found my own path and my own sound, how I how I like to sound and stuff like that. Um, with with producing, uh, it I just started recently again, but that's how I actually started before. I was m making beats um, with friends of mine. Um, they were also DJs and producers back in the States. Um, and uh, I started actually making music with them before I uh, ended up moving to Germany. But even before that, I was always writing. Um, we can always get into the whole like history of it. But I think, you know, like I started writing first 
Um, and then I met like the right amount of people. I think it just kind of came together like very naturally since I started. I was I loved going to concerts. I always loved listening to music. So I was always in the scene uh, in Chicago. And um, yeah, there was this one one uh, um, a crew called Connect Four. It was just like a place where everybody could meet up once a month and mm-hmm. just go on stage and just do whatever they'd like. Music musicians that were up there. I think I've heard just, of it. Oh yeah, really? It's um, yeah. It it was it was actually very very popular back in the day. Um, and they're still doing stuff. Uh, just not uh as crazy as before. Um, it was definitely like more underground at the time. Um, but a lot of people knew about it, and it was just like super super like unified like the what they stood for i think there was a lot of like different cult multi-culti people who were behind the scenes and had an an actual passion for people making music and for people uh speaking their minds and so that kind of like drew drew me in naturally um and from there on like you know my friends were also making music there they were produced they were djing and stuff like that so my writing kind of evolved into like hey why don't you um start you know, either make writing a song or just getting on a beat and stuff like that. And uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, why not? You know, and um, from there kind of evolved into me um, getting on stage, uh, then playing a beat and me just rapping or or doing like poetry over it. Um, And uh, voila, here I am now. (laughs) Yeah, you're good. I've been checking out your stuff that you've like the little clips are alive even that's so, like the freestyles and stuff it's like it's really good i mean like you caught my ears first of all from your music and then okay yeah you speak german and all this stuff i like speak german too and i was like all excited you're like oh current same thing as like basel but but i saw you in another space and like you know you're bringing a, the, the same vibe and like I added you on Spotify and then I've also been in like, you know, Twitter spaces when I host spaces or I'll just pop into spaces and I start playing music randomly. Like you're, you're my, you already know that you're my decentralized playlist. And then also like I've been collecting NFT, like decentralized music to, you know, for the purpose of Twitter spaces plus for my own podcast as well. Yeah. So like I've been definitely utilizing your music. That's awesome. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I remember uh, seeing that and, and I appreciate always I always show love to the people who actually support you. And it's and it always seems to be like the people who um, like you barely know, which is so crazy because like, you know, I would always think that mm-hmm. I would have support from my friends and family and like people that I've known, like from the states, like like, for example, on Facebook, like I always promote stuff as well on there. But um I always seem to get the most responses from people who are just like strangers, like who I don't really know so well. Um, and it's always seems to be like supportive and positive um, as opposed to the people who only just watch, watch your, um, uh, your videos or your clips, stories, whatever. Um, I try to be, I try to be also very like engaging so that people can engage and like, I can ask questions and stuff like that, which I'll be doing uh, more. Oh yeah, I mean, like that's the great part about Web three too, and Twitter Spaces is that's some that's something that different that Twitter Spaces brings, is that you mm-hmm. can interact with the artist. Like, I'll play a song, or you know, and then I'll like DM that artist and be like, "Come on up here, we're playing your music."
I I didn't I would never have no, would have never known that I would be speaking German ten years ago if you would have asked me like hey where do you see yourself in ten years oh learning German uh, or speaking German now like I would say like it's 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 like a it really honestly to tell you the truth I said this yesterday to one of my colleagues at work it's a lifelong process learning German because it's because it's so difficult to try to like. I there's I've I'm just finished trying to sound like a German. I'm not I'm done with that. Like people know, you know, like they'll yeah. be like, "Oh, you your German is super good." I was like, "Stop. Just stop, okay? Just leave yeah. me alone." <laughs> stop yeah. trying to be nice. It's, but, I think it's a beautiful language, you know. Um not northern German though. It depends on like where you're at. East? Yeah, sure. Fine. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you, you and I have differing opinions with the language. It sounds like I remember seeing like a meme about like um, um, insults in different languages and like German seems to be like what like if you're just asking ordering a pizza on, on the telephone, it sounds like you're about to summon like aliens from a different planet. or something. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, I was thinking of one of the conversations you were having with like puzzles like the food yeah i agree the food is not good <laughs> i don't like potatoes that much <laughs> oh you you learn to get used to it you definitely i i learned to get used to the food obviously i didn't i sauerkraut for example i hated it yeah. I, I didn't even want to eat it but then like uh i guess some somehow you just end up kind of like being immersed into the whole culture and uh you end up getting used to it it's like germany yeah it's it's uh everybody thinks like i guess the whole like stereotypical thing of germany would be like beer and like pretzels and like uh uh oktoberfest stuff like that mm-hmm. you know but but there's actually a lot more to it and i i find uh, i have a lot more respect for the german people now because uh i actually like realized you know i mean you got to think about it like germany is is one of like the greatest countries like they're known for like the best cars the best mm-hmm. engineers um anything made in germany is you, you're just gonna know that it's quality stuff and so from that like i have a, a whole bunch of res- i've gained a whole bunch of respect for for the people and for the culture out here um just learning about it and being immersed in, in it and people are super nice out here especially like where i am uh in cologne it's the west side of germany uh it's called Köln in german mm-hmm. it's where like the cathedral is um if you've ever seen i don't know if you've ever seen that but i always saw the cathedral um in like skate videos i used to be a skater when i was young and actually i still skate i I teach skate lessons at my school right now but um it was just a big cathedral like big ugly looking cathedral like it's 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 so goth looking and so dark and like mysterious and it was always like wow that's crazy like that looks so so nuts you know i was actually into that when i was when i was younger i was into like everything that had to do with like punk rock and um um, all different types of genres of music. Marilyn Manson was one of my favorite artists at the time when I was young, growing up. Um, I was just into this like whole dark, like um, mysterious type of music, and I was just into this, uh, into this whole like guitar, punk rock scene, stuff like that. Um, and yeah, just being here now is just so crazy because, like, you know, I see this this cathedral almost every day when I'm when I'm in Cologne, and so. Um, it's just like a part of my life now, I guess I would say, you know. What was your life like before Kern when you were, what were you doing in Chicago? Was that where you grew up to? 
Yeah, I grew up, I, I was born and raised in Chicago. Um, grew up on the west side, um, well, almost the west side, uh, Humboldt Park area. I was living there as a kid with my, my mom and dad and my sister. Um, it was actually a really bad part of, uh, of Chicago um, now that I think about it. Because I, I was there, I was, the last time I was there was 2018 when I was in the, in the States. Um, during the summertime, I drove past our old place. It was in Pulaski Division. That's where I was. Um, that's almost near Humboldt Park area. Um, and as soon as you, it's like you drive through there and in every corner, there's like um, uh, cameras on every corner. There's, you know, people going into the alleyways and just like um, my father used to have um, um a business down the street and like I couldn't even walk down the street to visit my father. It was literally five minutes away and how bad it was, you know, it was just like the whole, uh, my mom and dad always had the fear of us getting kidnapped or something. If we were, uh, if we were to be by ourselves, but I also was a kid. So it was like, yeah, why would I walk to my, by myself to, to my father? It was still, you know what I mean? It wasn't the nicest area I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, I, we went through a lot there. Um, my parents are immigrants. Um, they moved to Chicago from Mexico. They were both from different parts of Mexico. So they met in Chicago, um, you know, and, um, they were just trying to build a new life for us, um, as any immigrant family would do, you know, they want to have a better life for their, for their children so that they could have, you know, more things and be happier in life. Um, um, and Mexico wasn't really cutting it for them, I guess. Um, you know, they had to find work, um, you know, you know, wanted my father, my mom, but obviously they had us, you know, they met each other and then had a family. And then, yeah, the, the circumstances that we were living in, the situation um, wasn't adding up for my dad. So he ended up selling his business and moving us out to the to the suburbs, which was. Um, yeah, maybe I don't I don't remember how old I was. I was I was young. Um, I think third grade is when we moved out to the suburbs. But I still remember being like so into music when I was a kid. And in Chicago, I was always listening to like hip-hop music and uh, my parents always had like a you know they always had their music on their on their uh, vinyl player like spanish music going and then and then my sister and i would just be listening to the radio like every night there would be dj mixes uh that we would record i would actually have a recorder and i would press record with cassettes and stuff like that because i was loved the 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 dj mixes that were playing from all the djs that uh, almost every night or every friday night it was and obviously I don't know if you know, but like Chicago is one of like the pioneers of, of house music, which was, yep. um, yeah, <laughs> which was, which was amazing. I was like mm -hmm. right in the middle of it. So I was like listening to all types of different kinds of music as a kid and I, and loved it. When I first got my Walkman, I remember at Christmas, my father uh, had uh, gifted us um, Walkmans and that was from, from then on, it was history. <laughs> from then on yeah 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 chicago house and then like anyone i see or hear like music wise not just in twitter spaces but like that pops up randomly in my twitter or in my spotify list is like if you're from chicago or detroit like uh yeah i'm gonna or seattle 
area too i'm always gonna be interested in that sound that music because i know there's always some good music coming from these cities generally yeah definitely definitely and um yeah, the culture was super rich. Like Chicago has always been a super rich culture. Um, me growing up, like obviously, like when I was a kid, I was I I I was into punk rock music. So there was all all I was listening to all different types of music. Uh, I wasn't just into like you know, um, into like house or hip hop, you know. But it was like the main things that I would listen to when I was when I was growing up as a kid, as a youngin. Um, and I I, list, I heard so much stuff, you know, and then I got uh, I started hanging out. I started like skateboarding and like the whole skater scene had a whole different genre that people would listen to. And I was just just like it would pump me up. It would get me like my blood running so that I could start skating and just getting like, you know, I was like, like a punk skateboarding with my friends, not giving a. Can I swear? Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, you can swear. <laughs> not giving a fuck about anything, you know, like, you know, I was always just with my crew and we would always, you know, do whatever we, we wanted. Um, and it was, it was just like a, those were just like the, the, the good times, you know? Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, kind of went through a phase of whole, of this whole punk rock, rock music and um, high school came around. Like I started hanging out with like, you know, other people we were still skating and stuff like that but i started getting into this whole hip-hop thing um um i can i can remember i remember riding around in like a, a freshman sophomore year and like a ford mustang top down my friend had just gotten his like uh, a new system in his car and we were playing i think what was he playing what was that song that he was playing i think it was like souls of mischief or something and uh we were just blasting it we felt so awesome to be in like in the middle of summertime just like riding in a car listening to hip like real hip-hop music it just kind of like it gave me chills just thinking about it because i still remember that day and from then on like i started the whole uh to the whole like hip-hop scene and that got me very interested in it i was very curious to see like how how do they rap like getting into like rap music and just finding different types of artists that's when like myspace started coming around um before that it was like i think i was like uh aol like a 56k modems when it like the whole internet thing started popping up um just connecting with people like after that you know and just finding new music i think that was like time when like napster and like kazaa came out like yeah, just like all like the uh, where you can just kind of like burn music. Uh, We're talking about web, web. Okay, we're talking about internet here in the late nineties. Children, okay. Yeah. Before Web three, there has been the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the internet. These are for like the for the millennials and for the for the Generation X that that don't know about. <laughs> Is it Generation X or are we Generation? I don't know. I don't even know how. Uh, I, I'm. 30 i'm almost 36 so um wait sorry i'm almost 37 so mm -hmm. i think i think we're i'm in like i don't even know what generation i'm in i think you're um like a uh, a millennial yeah <laughs> but you're like yeah. a millennial right kind of like a zenial millennial so you're after the gen xers and before the gen um before the millennials you're kind of like uh, on the yeah where you're like you were there when the internet was you know taken off um you're probably yeah. younger but at the same time yeah you're you're very you're still tech 
you're tech savvy because you're kind of like a millennial millennial too yeah like yeah so you're in between <laughs> <laughs> what was what is the generation after the millennials what are they called they're the gen zers these are the guys that have been born after yeah like usually 9-11 and they're so like even more self-aware and like and also socially aware they've gone through uh 9-11 as a little yeah. ch- tiny 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 baby and then having gone through the protests with black Lives matters yeah. and now with the pandemic as they're graduating high school and starting um you know as a uh, the first or second year in a pandemic in college like these guys are okay if you have lost hope in humanity pay attention to the gen zers i i listen to gen xers talking with gen zers and these gen xers sound like they're from the the 19th century with their social awareness okay that's cool though i I find that super (laughs) that's super cool though because you know it's about damn time that there's some people who are actually giving a damn about our our economy our uh, about the culture that are just you know um that actually do give a damn about the future of our of humanity um so to speak i i think yeah um like every generation is going to get smarter and smarter after this but some somewhere along the lines you have like a generation who are you know they have their flaws as well like i'm not going to say that i don't have flaws you know i also have my issues but um you know for example my son uh he's super smart and i always try to teach him the things that i know in the best way possible um and he knows that i make music like he he's every day that he's with me he knows that i'm always making music and that i'm just passionate about my music and stuff like that and so i think he seems seems to find that really cool because i think for him it's like wow i have a uh a dad who is a rapper and he makes music he's a musician and i think that's it, also cool to his friends you know what i mean and like um i always like to say like rap dads are the new soccer moms <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like that's the that's the new thing i guess uh as far as uh as far as artistry goes for, with me um what was i saying yeah gener- generation z and and the millennials like don't know about the whole internet thing as, as starting off um yeah 56k <laughs> yeah. modems taking like a minute to sign into the internet and stuff like that um uh, yeah that i started off like just kind of connecting with with different types of people like through messenger services um and myspace just finding them on myspace and then and then actually just dming them through um instant messenger services when it first started coming out and i kind of like gained a lot of you know momentum like this um obviously everything evolved little by little but um i can, since i can remember i can always remember myself writing music um writing lyrics um and I guess I can get to that also later why I started writing lyrics because it's, uh, it, you know, it's just a whole story behind that. Mm-hmm. I kept doing it. I remember just being in a whole, and it's, and it's like from my 20s, like starting from like 19 to like 25, just almost every day, just writing uh, gibberish on, on my notebooks. Uh, I didn't know why, but I just had a, a need to write and to 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 just express myself um i was um 
I had my my parents had divorced or they had split up during uh, uh during that time in my life and it was kind of like harsh on on us on my sister and I so um what I did what I would do is I would just sit down and I would just write my feelings down because I didn't know how I could just kind of like release that and I, who I could talk to about it I couldn't my, my my parents were always working you know there was no no, uh, not not really so many people that I could go to. My friends were, I ended up moving with my mother like far away into a new city, like, and I didn't know anybody there. So it was really hard for me to get to, the, to, to my friends and to talk to them as well. So the best thing that always worked for me was just to kind of sit down and, and write and just write, write everything that I could down. Um, and so these, these words just became like a part of my life, even though it was sometimes just super like gibberish. I still have everything that I've written down and I look back at it and I'm like, what the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm now, you know, I'm older and, and I've kind of realized that, you know, um, I used it as like a, a channel to kind of, um, um grow and learn about myself uh just things that i never knew about myself um looking back at them and just thinking about wow okay this is what you were feeling at the time um so um the story was behind me writing was that i had a uh during my high school years i was always since seventh eighth sixth grade i had a um a friend um who had almost the same last name as me we were always alphabet uh alphabetically um, <laughs> put together like we always yeah. had locker rooms locker rooms together so my yeah. name uh, started with an s and he was always right next to me since sixth grade and um from then on it was just like this uh this relationship that that i had uh developed with yeah. him we we yeah. hated each other at first i didn't like we didn't like each other he stole one of my cds and when you steal a cd from me you're you're gonna you're gonna get it you're gonna you know you're gonna feel my wrath mm-hmm <laughs> First of all, but, you're linked up only through the alphabet, and you're stuck with each other. And this mother Fletcher stole your CD. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe that, dude? Well, oh man. <laughs> so, so, so we ended up like having beef with each other in the beginning. This was like sixth grade, and um, I think that's how our relationship started. We, you know, he, I ended up like telling him, "Yo, you, if you're gonna steal my stuff, dude, you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know what's gonna happen to you, you know." And like I, I kept. Like I was threatening him and, and he was like, yo, what's what's your problem, man? I just wanted to borrow it. I was like, yeah, you can ask me, you know, douchebag. And like I ended up getting my CD back. But f- from then on, I was like, yo, you know, I was a nice guy. And I, after that, I told him, you, you could just ask me and I let you borrow it, but don't take it from me, you know. And I was and, and from then on, we started becoming kind of friends, uh, found out that we lived next to each other, kind of like not far at all. And so from then on, it like went you know, we became best friends. So from sixth to like eighth grade, we were like nonstop almost every day hanging out with each other. Um, and freshman and sophomore year came along. Um, yeah, we were we were already boys, but he always had his tics. He had he had a post-traumatic stress disorder. His father had died in a boat accident in Chicago and like Michigan. Uh, in sixth grade and that's when I met him you know around the time that I had met him so I could understand also why he was the way he was Um, he was just very uh, a very troubled child very um, um, he needed his father you know he he was fatherless and he had found out in a really bad way he found out through the news that his father had died Uh, 
in a boat accident. And so that kind of like really, um, you know, I guess destroyed his mentality, like, um, um, you know, made him depressed and he was very, you know, a troubled child, you know, and, and the whole time I was with him, the whole time I was there with him. So it was kind of like influenced by his, his ways and his, and his, uh, way of being and stuff like that. Um, but I was always there for him, which I guess comforted him. Um, and, um, yeah, we, we had decided some, sometime during, uh, high school that we wanted to start a, a crew together. We wanted to have like, wanted to make beats and and just like make music together and um it was around the time when he was we were heavy bad kids stealing cars or stealing our parents cars not stealing cars but like mm-hmm. um going out for joy rides in the middle of the night without without our licenses you know doing experimenting with all these different types of drugs and stuff like that and you know it was just the life you know that we that, that we got into unfortunately um and um yeah long story short he uh got it got really bad for him he ended up going to rehab um and he was gone for like six months it was just really hard on him and from what i just remember he was uh he he wasn't good there he wasn't doing well and he had gotten out like six months after he had 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 gone to rehab Uh, we were all waiting for him it was all dope um i wasn't into so heavy into what he was on because he was on some different type of stuff and i was i always knew in my heart like i always knew like yeah i can't get into all this crazy shit that they're doing you know i might smoke some weed here and there maybe you know uh i don't know experiment with like psychedelics or stuff like that but um the stuff that they were getting into as far as you know like drugs and stuff it it was way way out of my league and so um he gets out of rehab and you know we were like yo what's going on with the music let's do it you know and that weekend that he got out um two days after he had overdosed um on on drugs so he passed away and um it really left a mark on me because it was just like a pivotal point in my life where i thought to myself holy shit mm-hmm what what just happened what's going on right now like you know i just lost my best friend i'm not even 18 he wasn't even 18 yet he was about to be 18 and um it kind of like shifted my my way of thinking obviously i i was devastated at first you know like i couldn't even go to his funeral because it was just so so traumatizing for me um and and it was just like a it was just at that point I thought to myself, holy shit, like what, what just happened? What, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? Like, and this is why I ended up, you know, getting into this phase of writing because I didn't know what to do. And then at the same time, it was, there was just like family problems with me, with my parents. Um, And that's the only thing I could do. That's the only thing that helped me become, uh, uh, get out of like this black hole that I was in. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, like the, my twenties, I, I really honestly can't really tell you what I can't remember so much of it. It was like me just being numb. I just remember having a pen and a pad and just writing and being away from my, from my friends and stuff like, you know, it was just like so crazy so fast how things happened, but a uh, little by little things started getting better. Like, and, you know, I was still writing, you know, and, um, that's when I started kind of getting back into the whole like lingo of like music again and just like 
it was always music for me that was uh, soothing and therapeutic. Um, and so I would always memorize so many different types of like um, lyrics uh, from so many different rappers. Like I would just find them everywhere. And like I was so into like different scenes from different cities and stuff like that. And so um, it was it was just like a gift, I guess, for me to just be able to memorize and, and remember lyrics so easily. And I thought to myself uh, at one point, like, why don't I just write my own, you know, and just... Uh, start rapping and that's when I kind of like just everything just started com coming into place I started meeting like new people like in high school I already knew people that were making music that were DJs and they had also said whoa dude like they heard my poetry and stuff like that um, and were impressed by it and they were like yeah just try it just try rapping over a beat let's just do it you know and so I stuck around with those people and um, it's it, it just became it just kind of evolved into this uh into me writing songs writing music and um um yeah and mm -hmm. performing like at connect four like i was telling you and 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 then it was like that was like around 2011 2012 when i ended up moving to germany but i always made sure that i was had something that i that i brought everything that I started my own thing when I was over here because I knew that it would be difficult, obviously with kid, with a kid, um, not knowing the language, but that I at least stay stick with what I was best at when I was back there. And so, um, yeah, I guess, I guess that's a, my story in a nutshell. <laughs> why, why have you chosen to go into the, the NFT route instead of try to get side on to like a, a label like Sony or, the um i was always um I've, I've always been um an independent type of person you know um i think you know even though i can say that i have a lot of people that support me out here that um um really like my music i always i still kind of feel like the sore th like the sore thumb in in this area um everybody speaks german said coming out here uh, has been a, an eye-opening experience like um american rap is not really sought after here in germany so as much as it would be as uh, as opposed to if i was in in chicago um but at the same time is that we're we're in this internet age where i could just make my own music and just upload it by myself i don't need a label for uh, uh obviously a label can help you uh as depending on on which label you're in and what contract you have i've, I've learned a lot about the business in the last uh, the last years um, that I've that I've been making music, um, but I never actually really got into a label because it was always for me like, like what is a label going to bring me? Like the, I'm already doing everything that I that I've said that I've wanted to do. I have my own studio here. I record myself. I mix and master myself. I distribute my own music. I have my own you know distribution. Um, um, as my label theoretic bars music and i can always do it online like you know i i can always upload to spotify and uh, all these streaming platforms myself um and i've always been independent obviously it would it would help a lot with the whole marketing thing um uh obviously you gotta have funds you gotta invest in yourself to be able to market yourself i have gained a loyal following even though it's not that much i would say my social media i would have about a thousand followers on on all of us in on each social media site and from from there like i always get um 
a lot of support, a lot of people who hear my music. And here in Cologne, I've um, collaborated and I know a lot of people, they know me whenever I'm around. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't rap in German, but I rap in English and I'm starting to rap in, in Spanish. So I know my worth. Um, after you know so many years, you, you finally you realize like how much value you can bring to the table, and when you do realize that, you 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 have to just level yourself up at one point and say, "Yo, when if a label is gonna offer me something, it better be I better have some leverage." Everybody's always looking at like, "Oh, how many followers you have and how many likes you get," but that all doesn't matter in 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 the whole grand scheme of things. It matters how good you are, how dedicated you are on making music, and. Um, you know how what type of work ethic one has as well i mean the last months i've been you know dedicating myself to making beats making music uh releasing songs i'm trying to release a song almost every month this year so that's that's my goal and that's what i want to get to um and you know this whole nft thing is just like a new wave of thing of of opportunity for music uh, musicians to be able to sell their music and actually have their worth appreciated you know what i mean and mm -hmm. um that's that's uh that was inevitable to come it was it was it's inevitable that that's going to happen because obviously it, it had to turn it had there had to be a turning point at at some point in in this industry how how people are getting treated especially musicians mm -hmm. streaming sites you can forget about that you're never going to be uh making money off a streaming site unless you're blowing up unless you're getting at least a million views which even a million views it equals like to in spotify equals to like five thousand six thousand dollars euros uh per year if 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 you blow up if you blow up yeah so 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 this is kind of like a big middle finger to like the streaming sites and to to labels as well um you know phony deals I, I know i mean i know labels here in germany and they're a little bit more underground i've always been stuck to the underground labels because they seem to be more fair than the actual bigger labels uh the, the bigger labels always own the copyrights to your music and when you sign a contract uh 360 deals for example you're gonna get it eventually you're gonna end up getting fucked and so people have been fighting like there's been like i i listen to stories i've heard stories about rappers fighting their way to try to get their rights back to their masters because uh the labels have just taken it away from them and they make no money out of it the labels end up making like 80 percent, and you get your it might look seem like something uh like uh, like an opportunity in the beginning that you get like a, an advance for money but it's money that you need to use to invest in yourself again which most people don't do most of the time you know mm -hmm. um so that's why I think NFTs is is just a new opportunity, a new way to get your music out. I'm already releasing music with cover art, and that in itself is an NFT. It's, I've been doing that for yeah. years. Yeah, you're you're an NFT already, even if you don't have a platform on like you know a, what I mean. Yeah. Gallery. yeah, I've been living that NFT lifestyle as well. It's like this is my opportunity to use all of my creative skills and to do it in a way where you know, the 1% is not being involved or I'm not making money for other people. I want to just be making money for myself so I know where it's going. It's just going back down in the blockchain, back towards good people that are doing good things. Yeah. Random acts of kindness is what I do. Like, yeah, you, you're already an NFT. 
<laughs> yeah, that's 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 what it is though, and this is a new wave. This is a new generation, like a new thing going on where um, that can't be stopped. It's it's something that's just inevitable, and um, I I'm so happy and glad for the people who actually have stayed on their passions and their and their and their um their skills, and and yeah. it's now being put like it's now it's now being actually it's worthwhile to be able to do stuff like that and like um yeah i i realized i've realized that being in germany a lot of people are so big into being secure and being having a secure job for example like a nine to five where they're stuck in a hamster wheel uh getting a monthly paycheck which i find good at uh, to a certain point for other people it might be a different a, a different um situation like for example refugees or stuff like that you know um because you know it's it's just it, i guess it's all it, it depends on your perspective but um i've been i've been a nine to fiver almost my whole life you know in the last 10 years i've decided okay i want to i want to pursue something i want to pursue something bigger than myself and i want to be able to to show my son in 10 years hey i love doing what i do i don't have to work a day in my life because i love doing what i do you know mm -hmm. and and that for me in itself is just it's it's a it's a gratifying type of feeling to be able to know that you uh can make an income uh doing what you do best and and just following your dreams and this is the type of stuff that i want to teach to my to my son as well especially my son but also to people just mm -hmm. um through my music as well um I'm, I'm i'm just changing my whole way of like i'm trying to manifest something different i don't know what's been going on with me lately the last few weeks but i've but i've been just like writing some crazy crazy stuff um um just changing my way of thinking and being able to kind of empower people to to believe in themselves and to kind of go for what they want instead of you know taking the the normal route or the comfortable route and and uh staying stuck in the same hamster wheel <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah for sure like this i feel like now is the time during like lock up in the pandemic where we are just this is like this way i think nfts are really really kicking off right now too because people going back into the internet trying to find you know like it's web3 it's internet like relaunch pretty much as we yeah. become aware that we do like you know we can use utilize the internet as well and you know internet when they first came out everyone's like no one's gonna go outside anymore everyone's like been complaining about the gen z years spending too much time with their noses down in their phones but like man i'm telling you man gen z is gonna be like <laughs> they have gone through so much and they're still going through so much right now but like yeah, you yeah. Know, part, of, part of gen z is like they were spending too much time and on technology and they think pandemic and lockdowns like forcing them to go outside <laughs> or yeah. actually i mean like touch grass not i mean like go outside but go in, in the mountains where there's no no joke no joke what's the yeah. what are some projects that you're working right now uh with the what are you doing with your music with nfts so i heard this john the artist like this collab here can you tell me a little bit more about that nft project? yeah john the artist um i met him uh, in on the nft music uh concert space um he has a son who's 10 years old which i can uh like right off the bat relate to um and he was uh mentioning something about how he his son was uh wanted to you know, start making music and, um, and that he had adopted him. Um, and 
he just wanted to give him the opportunity for that. And, and that, that kind of, you know, that's genuine, that's authentic. And I, I liked his, his, uh, his pitch, the way he was, uh, um, um, presenting himself. And so I said, Hey, look, if you need beats, let me know, uh, if your son wants to, wants to start, you know, making music, um, I'm more than willing to, to collaborate. And it was also a chance for me to just to collaborate with people on Twitter spaces. That's what I really want to do is, you know, I've been collaborating with all these artists and um, want to make music with with as many people as I could and just meet as many people as I could as well. And, um, you know, and just just for the fact that, uh, you know, a kid wants to make music and he's and he was motivated enough. So I, he's like, I, I let him know. I was like, yeah, just pick a beat out and whatever you'd like. Just let me know what kind of beat you want and then record over it and I can mix and master it for you. Um, I did it all for free. Um, and he was super excited and just, just the fact alone that he, as soon as I sent him the finished product, um, his father had told me like, he's just jumping around right now, like crazy. Just, you know, he's so excited that, that in itself is all I need to hear. You know, that just like the simple fact that he was super happy and super, uh, satisfied, um, is enough for me. I didn't, I didn't charge him anything. Normally I would, you know, I would charge people for, for beats and for mixing and mastering. It's not cheap and it's, and yeah. it's very time consuming as well. Um, but um, yeah, that's how, that's how we kind of, we gonna uh, hooked up and he uh, wants, he also just released it as an NFT. So mm-hmm. um, it was just a way for me to kind of like put myself out there as well. He's uh, he, I, I think he's, part of like this uh, lazy ape i don't know i don't know if it's a lazy apes or whatever um which also helps yeah some type of ape family Uh, but it also promotes uh my music as well so it's um it's a win-win situation so um that uh like i said yeah it was just like a like a we kind of hit it off real well um and uh I'm hoping to to see him kind of like, you know, hope that he still wants to make music after that. And uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes for sure. Yeah, John's doing good things. Uh, and Jackson is a handful. I feel sorry for John sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a year older than my son, but I can imagine like I'm sure he can manage, you know. In the next days, I'm going to be posting like I think another two uh, beats uh, with some artwork on uh, OpenSea. Um, you can always check the link on on my bio, um, either on uh, um, social media or on my Twitter, uh, Twitter.com/slash/theoreticbars, um, and you'll be able to find the links to that there. So. Yeah, so this song is called We Riding. Um, it'll be coming out on the 22nd of February next month. So by the time this comes out, it should already be out everywhere. So check it out. They say that I ain't got it in me rapping, I ain't proving it. 
But little homie, I don't see you out here doing it. I'm trying to be a model to my son, working hard and having fun. Cause any day I could be gone, so I'm pursuing it. Every time I kick it to the globe, I'll make sure that shit is pure. Get that cake and open doors. That's my fate, don't know about yours. See, I just do what you like, and G. Captivate when I speak, no gravity. But you hate cause you fake, why you mad at me? So I fuck with nobody but family. Uh, I'm here to rock it, so please don't kill my vibe. Treat this like my nine to five. I don't eat if I don't grind. So it's more beats and it's more shows. No sleep to work more. Show love to the people that hold me down every time that I come around for show. Uh, yeah, let's get it poppin', but baby, don't get it twisted. I'm in it since the beginning and won't stop until I'm finished. You're up to the Pacific with it, no shame, no limit. I'm lifted, exquisite, bring it. You bitches and critics, come get it. You need to get ready for the fun, yo, is on the run, come back for more, yeah. Hit him with the bars, batter up, kick back in the sun, just laugh it up, yeah. Sweet dope, then I wrap it up, that's that, I'm stack it up. Fast stash, it don't matter what. Bad chick, mad hit, fat kiss on a lick, play it, ass, what's up, come on. It's in a test, yo, we riding. No time to stop, come on, let's go, yo, we riding. North to the south, yo, we riding. East to the west, they showing love, come on, we riding. This is my decoration to our civilization. A sacrifice so I can reach out to these generations and maybe teach them that it's more than just the shit I'm saying. No need to argue, just get off your ass and stop complaining. The truth is hard to swallow, don't need no likes or follows. I put this out there like another message in a bottle. And when it's open, they gon' see another golden fossil. I'm trying to make sure that my kids are here to see tomorrow. This ain't a test, yo, we riding. No time to stop, come on, let's go, yo, we riding. North to the south, yo, we riding. East to the west, they showing love, come on, we riding. This ain't a test, yo, we riding. No time to stop, come on, let's go, yo, we riding. North to the south, yo, we riding. Hey, hey, hey. That's me on the beat, by the way. 2022 shit. Yeah. Looking for attention, sit and scrub the words I otherwise would never mention. And my intentions are dreaming this reality, callous with that apathy. It's really just a fantasy, but what's important? This music is my sanctuary, and if you ain't notice, it's more than just your ordinary. Everything is everything. They say to find a peace of mind, but don't believe in everything. Feel the lettering, intellect and chemistry, blending with the melody and altruistic energy. Sentimental elementary. Feel a mellow, think the industry. Interesting. Modern day soliloquy. Uttering and bickering. Loitering the city streets. Past the Dutch, spark the Indo. Puff a cloud like my kinfolk. Where you been, bro? Try to keep it simple. This what I become. Jack be quick, Jack be nimble. Uh. This ain't no man in the middle. It's hangman, rain dance, smile at the end of it. Jack the Ripper-ish, tatted up a little bit Cover up them scars, but I really shouldn't give a shit 
So I get it in, just trying to feed my kid in the cut, doing work, must be in my melanin. Hella bent, am I lying if I'm heaven sent? Reincarnating to a lion with my lioness. Start a riot, I'm a dying it. To politic with God about laws and environments. I'm really tired and I'm trying to unwind. So I'm sparking up some flour with a little bit of wine. Nobody knows the things that are going on inside my mind. And I guess the finer things in life are really hard to find. So I'm searching. Yeah. I'll keep searching. Yeah. I'm searching, I'm searching, I'm searching. I'm searching, I'm searching, I'm searching. Keep searching. Yeah. I ain't looking for attention. Sit scrap the words that otherwise would never mention. And my intentions are dreaming this reality. Callous with that apathy, it's really just a fantasy But what's important, this music is my sanctuary And if you ain't notice, it's more than just your ordinary Everything is everything They say to find a peace of mind, but don't believe in everything Be the lettering, intellect and chemistry Blending with the melody and all choices